Hello. 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 Welcome to Belonging Before Believing, where backdoor guests are not always the best. I'm Patrick Mathers, piggity pastor of Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. <laughs> and I'm Brian Guppy, elder at Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. That sounds like a bumper sticker. Backdoor guests are not always the best? Yes. So, <laughs> there's a story. No kidding. <laughs> Did you know? I No. No, I, you, I mean, I assumed, but you, I, didn't, you, I didn't know. You might not know this story. I might not. Is that a phrase that you came up with? No, like, like um, some people have signs at their houses that say backdoor guests are best. Uh-huh. Because, like, you, you know my old house, everyone came in the back door. Uh-huh. Right? Because it's the, through that breezeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so nobody uses your front door, nobody, but only weird, people who actually people, like, are tight Jehovah's with you Witnesses. would know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so backdoor guests are best, but backdoor guests are not always the best, is, was what I said. Because we used to... So I played water polo, and my freshman year, I was so terrified because they had this thing called backdoor. And there's a back, so we had a completely separate dressing room, like changing area from all other sports. Swimming water polo had their own locker room. So we, uh, but there was a back door to it. So if you got squirrely or somebody didn't like you, you'd get in there and they'd rip your Speedo off and they'd throw you out the back door. (laughs) (laughs) And you would have to run all the way around the gym, well, not the gym. You'd have to run around the, the changing rooms, around the fence, in, in the parking lot, the main parking lot of the school, to get into the gate to the pool and then across the deck and back into the dress or the, the locker room to get changed. And it was embarrassing. I would, well, yeah, I would assume as yeah, much. Yeah. So when, when I was it's there. Incentive to keep your swim cap on. <laughs> so you got something to something junk, to junk up something <laughs> when you got to run yeah yeah something <laughs> so I so it never happened to me I I was I navigated those political waters now that doesn't surprise me did you ever do it to somebody else no okay. well maybe maybe I did once but it was like not just me it was like a whole bunch of guys and the guy you was got like caught up in a bad element honorary. gotcha well. I don't even think I was the instigator because I had so, I hated that practice that we did. It, there's two things that we did that were hazing that ended up getting phased out while I was there. This was one of them, backdoor. And the second one was the speedo run. And it was like an initiation. They would take all the freshmen, put like bags over their head, like terrorist style, <laughs> and they would drive us to the Westminster Mall, which sound, it's not far away, but there's a freeway and train tracks in between. Not easily accessible. The mall and our high school. And so they would, the, all the senior, the, the varsity team would take all the freshmen over there in their Speedos, and they would let them loose in the mall, in the food court, and you had to run back to school in your Speedo, and then that was like you were part of the team. So we did that, and I think it was my... Did you get to wear shoes? Yeah, yeah, you had shoes on, yeah. Well, that doesn't sound that bad then. Well, I mean, it's (laughs) embarrassing, but at least you're wearing a Speedo. On the other one, you're wearing nothing. One guy ran across the freeway, like dodging traffic. (laughs) No joke. I didn't. I ran over the overpass, 
and then around the back, and there was a football game going on, and so I ran kind of behind one of the goalposts. I had some other guy with me. I wish I could remember his name, but I remember people yelling and screaming because they saw me running. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I was, have you ever seen my water polo pictures? Oh, yeah. I was definitely the most fit guy on the team. I was going to say, you you look like a stud. I was... I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was a catch, dude. That's yeah. what I am. No, I won't, I won't argue. No regrets there. None. Nice. I you see like what you that did segue? there. Yeah. We so, all, hey, our That story was chock full of segue material oh. anyway. Yeah. Well, I always start the show with hello, and I don't know how to say it right, so I gave myself three. Hello. And so when I listen to it, I'm going to pick hello. my favorite. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So, listener, pick your favorite hello. Pick your favorite hello. Nice. One, yes. two, or three. Patrick. What are some decisions that you regret, are glad you made, or wish you had made? Oh, Brian, I have no regrets. <laughs> Not at all. Right. It's Even misspelled. the beer in front of me is so delightful. Nice. Hey, in, in drama class, I actually had to do a monologue with a whole bunch of Irish, I guess they'd be Gaelic words, in an Irish accent, and I wore like a full-on turtleneck sweater and everything, and so... <laughs> Yeah, wow. and, and I think I had corduroy pants, so I tried to uh, like play the part. I was a character actor, method actor. That's what I was. Yeah. So I was Irish for like two weeks ahead of time. Awesome. Yeah. I yeah. respect it. Yep. I watched that movie where Brad Pitt had an Irish accent and Harrison Ford was like Tom Clancy's character. Do you know that one? No, I don't. Yeah, it sucked. That's why you don't know it. All right. So, I believe you. No, I didn't really watch that I'll movie. I'll take your word I for it. I don't know why that came into my head right there. but So I practiced and practiced and practiced, and I went out there, and I got a standing O. Nice. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I didn't know you acted. I didn't realize you were a thespian. Oh, I'm an amazing actor. Nice. There's a lot of drama with the podcast, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. <laughs> Better than most. Dude, okay, to be perfectly honest, preaching's a little bit of drama. Oh, yeah. Like, I, get I it. have to make my voice go all wiggity woggity and I have to say words and well, stuff. Well, oh. we've talked a lot about how when we record those sermon sum ups afterwards, I don't understand how. You do them in one take pretty much every time. I mean, not Tonight today. was the exception, yeah. yeah. It took yeah. me three, I think. Three or four. Yeah. Was it four? Something like that. Yeah. But my, I just kept saying, like, words wrong. Like, I, I never, ever do otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you regret, Brian? Do you have a regret or a something that you're glad decision you'd made? All- <laughs> do you have a... <laughs> Do you have an answer to this question? In, <laughs> a sentence In any I- way? <laughs> okay, so do you want to hear my first one? I thought you were asking me. Yeah. I was. Okay, go. I only have one real regret that I think back and I could tell you. Like, if you, like, because people have asked me this before, like, what are some of your regrets? I only have one regret that I still really think about. Um, because L's are lessons, right? L's are less lose. Yeah, lose, losses. L is a loss. Yeah, losses are lessons. So, you're, you're I, you know, just, I've made tons of boneheaded decisions, but none of them, not many of them, do I really full on like regret where I think back? I'm like, here. Wow. It must be great to live in your head. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I have so many. <laughs> not that I'm just, oh, mean, go, go, go. I just I'm mean, there's sorry. only one I'm that not... I really like dwell on. Okay. I'm not, so, that's not a one up. This isn't the, the question to one up. I hate that. I have all these. I wish I did live in your head sometimes. <laughs> um, so the one not that... like actually small pat in your ear, like the cartoon, like not Jiminy like that. Cricket. Jimmy Cricket or Bugs Bunny when he got the shrink ray or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I was a senior in high school, I want to say, 
Um, so like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we went, my Spanish class went on a mission trip to Mexico because I went to private school. You're yeah. pretty fluent. So, okay. So that ties into this story, okay. actually. I was, I was pretty stinking fluent. Um, like I, I was, so this all c- comes around with me having a pretty good relationship, like with the pastor of the church that we were doing ministry mm-hmm. through down there. Me and him put it, hit it off pretty good. And so whenever we were like driving around or we were at, um, you know, one of the churches that he helps out with, we'd be standing around talking and the way it works when you're trying to talk to somebody in a different language and you know, your way around the language well enough is I, I could say things to him. And I remember this wasn't a conversation I had with him, but like, I remember having this conversation when you're trying to figure out how to say something in Spanish. And you're just like, uh, see, si no tengo una novia, que soy. Like, if I don't have a girlfriend, like, what am I? And you're like trying to find out what the word for single is. And you're like having conversations around and around like this. So me and him, we hit it off whole like week. We're like having a good time. And then at the end of the week, he looks at me. He goes, hey, what about you? Like, what are you doing this summer? And I'm just like, oh, you know, like I'm graduating and I got nothing going on in the summer. He's like, what if you come down here for the summer? And you do ministry with me. What if you come down here for three months for your summer and you and me, we do ministry together? And I said no. Oh, wow. Because I was dating a girl and I didn't want to not be around my girlfriend for the summer. It was just the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest thing. And I remember on that trip, because I was with my Spanish teacher on the trip, I asked her, I was like, so like my Spanish level. And she's like, yeah, if you lived here this summer, you would 100%, no question, absolutely, absolutely would be fluent if you do that trip. And, and you didn't do it. And I didn't do it. And I could have done ministry wow. and become fluent in Spanish and all this stuff, all because of some girl that I don't even... Like? No. No. Wow. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Dude, you bummed me out. Yeah. That's an awful story, Brian. I know. I know. It's my biggest regret. That's that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, a bad one. Yeah. I mean, that I don't know if I'm going to be able to well, not top it. That's I don't want to top it. I'd love to hear you try. No, that's <laughs> awful, dude. Like I'm cr- like want to cry. Yeah. Hey, when you're fluent and you hear me call the taco truck Pilinero, do you just like <laughs> cringe? <laughs> Cuz I know it's like Pinero. It's, it's just Pinolero. It's so you're close. Pinolero. No, it's Pinolero. But I call it the Pilinero. Yeah, you, you just have letters in the wrong order. It's not even like about how you're pronouncing them. <laughs> They're just in the wrong order. You're like that dude who says like Chipotle. Hey, I like, love those newscasters when they're doing the news and they're all like super wiggity white and then all of a sudden they get ethnic like... And today we went out to have lunch at the La Cocina Economica, yeah, and exactly. I had the fish tart. You know, one of those kind of things. So there's this beer billboard that was down in Woodland, and I drive by. It's for like Corona or Dos Equis or something. Yeah. And in Spanish, Both. it says, I mean, translated into English, it would say proudly Mexicana or Mexican. Sorry. And but it was so fun to say that I would use it or say it in my like announcer voice and mm-hmm. I'd be like orgullosamente mexicana. That's great. Every time I drove by it. Orgullosamente mexicana. mexicana. Yeah, it's just I fun. I love that. Some things are just funner to say in Spanish. Okay, this isn't one of my regrets that's on my list here, but I do regret that I didn't learn Spanish. Mm. 
I took Spanish one all four years of high school. Spanish one <laughs> all failed, four years. And failed all four <laughs> years of high school. How did you school? graduate and not like pass a language because class? Because if you were in a sport, it was an equivalent what? Of, of a language. <laughs> and so I played water polo and I swam. Dude, it's the 80s. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they did not do right by you. <laughs> I don't know how you, I... Dude, I if graduated. You, if you do water polo, it will count toward your language <laughs> any sport, credit. Any sport. You could do any sport. Oh, my word. Okay. So... <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> okay. Now I feel bad. So my... Dude, I got two ones here, and one of them kind of has some personal elements with a, with a church here in town, and I don't know if I want to do that one or if I just want to do you want to dangle it for all of the people listening? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) All right, great. Or a general theological one. Here, how about this? Okay? So pick left or right I knew you were going to do this. I don't know how I knew, because your hands were underneath the table. (laughs) Pick my left or right hand. Your left hand. Okay. All right, I'm doing the theological one. (laughs) I, it was I guess C. I have to take your word for it. You're just holding up a no, C. No, I had one like this, a fist, and I had a C. Like, I'm supposed to know what that means to no. hold you accountable? Okay. All right, well, I'm going to tell you right now. All right, great. So, <laughs> so, one, the fist was the fight that we had. Oh, at, got it. At the, not like a physical fight, but the, like the whole fight thing at church mm-hmm. at, the, at the Calvary Chapel here in town. I might as well just say the name. Kidding. Might as well just say what it is. Right. The, so there's, I have quite a few regrets about how I handled that and not leaving and soon enough and not saying things I would. Anyways, there's a whole, a whole bunch of regrets. Um, and f- Oh, here's one. That's a side note <laughs> is dude. There are so many friends that I had through that inst- incident that I quit talking to because the pastor there asked me to stop talking to people. Like, like, don't mm-hmm. be friends with these people anymore. And I so wanted to leave amicably because that's what we were taught I, to, I was supposed to do, that I, I burned a lot of bridges there by just not talking to people. And that was, that's a big regret I have. Because sure. there's some super cool people, and there's not really a good way to go back and restore that. Mm-hmm. But it does bring me to the big C, the big Calvinism, mm. is I'm a five-point clickety-clack Wiggity-whack Calvinist. <laughs> Wiggity-whack is right. That's right. I don't do it right. I get it all wrong. But I still, am, I still want to be associated. Nice. <laughs> so I wish I didn't fight it so long. Mm-hmm. It, I spent... It's a big regret because part of the fight was with the ecclesiological magisterium that I was associated with. <laughs> And it was more, much more pragmatic um, than it was actually theological. But because there was so much um, practical day-to-day dealing with people and dealing with situations at the church I was at that I, I didn't press in as hard as I wish I had mm-hmm. and studied it as much. So, like, I, there, I was not and would not have said and didn't say I was a full-on Calvinist back then. I'd say I leaned more reformed, which is totally true. There were some areas where I just was not there yet. And some people think I lied about that. And like, like I was some kind of secret agent sent out from Ligonier Ministries or something <laughs> like that. Um, but I wasn't. And But I, I wish that I had taken the time 
theologically had just went right through everything and had got a handle on it and then had went ahead and said, look, here's where I'm at right now, and then just left. Yeah. That's that's what I should have done. So that's, at least in my adult life and ministry terms, that's my big regret. I, I think I did more damage to my family, to my kids, to other people in the church. I think the church didn't handle it well. But anyways, all I now I'm talking about both of them. Anyways, yeah. I'm going to stop. I... Uh... I'm sitting here and thinking that I have a new regret and that's saying that I only have one real regret because mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about all the people that I've probably offended and made stupid decisions and done that and about how they're going to hear me say that I don't regret that. <laughs> you don't regret making people mad? I, re- I regret nothing. There's a few things I... Yeah. No, like... and. Uh, I'm trying to take. I kind of wish I'd punched one guy <laughs> in that thing. No, no, no. Like, decisions you wish you had made yeah, are at the, the end. Blows. No, it's in Proverbs. Oh, you're right. It's at the end. <laughs> it's in Proverbs. Yeah, yeah. It's in Proverbs chapter 18. When a fool opens his mouth, he's just asking for a beating. <laughs> Did you know that's in there? Okay, ours says something along ESV. <laughs> that's that's like a paraphrase, but he <laughs> says something along the lines of when a fool proceeds to speak, his mouth calls for blows. <laughs> he's asking <laughs> you to open up a can. Uh. Okay, so hey, what's what's a gl- a good decision that you made that you're glad about? All right, this is gonna sound really corny and lame, but I, I it's just the one that comes immediately to mind. Do you remember when Rachel and I had been dating for a while? And things were starting to get really serious. And, and you moved that desk for her? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> things were not serious enough for me to have moved that desk for her. <laughs> that sounds really weird. But no, I don't, no, it's I'm just sorry. a really heavy sorry. desk yeah. that I moved for a girl that, that I just started dating. So ridiculous. Anyway, um, no. So do you remember we were in the church parking lot, church being the Dorothy Johnson Center. And, like, I could tell that things were getting serious, like, really fast. And I just didn't know how to even like ask you for the advice. And so you just like come out and you're like, look, dude, if, if things are going like this fast and the, you, and you don't, aren't sure about it, then you need to slow down. And I remember telling you this story about how I used to be like the kid where my, my grandparents would take me and my brother to the, like it was the 98 cent store. And my brother would pick out a toy right away. Not to be undersold. Right. Not to be undersold. My brother would pick out a toy instantly. Like, first thing he saw, he would just grab it. And me, my, my grandparents, my parents, they'd, like, tell these stories and just laugh and joke about me all the way through until I was in high school, tell these stories about how I would get in there and I would pace up and down for 20 minutes and have to narrow down the one toy. Over a 98-cent toy. Yeah, a 98-cent toy. I got to yeah. pick one thing, and I would just, like, agonize over, like, which one I couldn't live without. The value of money wasn't in your head, though. It was the actual, like, bang for your buck. Like, what's the best toy I could like, possibly get? I get one. Get? Yeah. Which one do yeah, I yeah. want? I don't yeah. want to have to, like, see. And part of me wanted maybe that's why I only have one regret. Re- <laughs> regret. One regret. It's because, seriously, I would just, like. fluent in English. I would that's- just, right, and it's starting to slip. <laughs> I would just analyze the crap out of these decisions. So anyway, I told you that story. I'm like, yeah, look, what dude, are you glad about? I'm more afraid that this is the real thing and I'm going to try and talk myself out of it because it's happening so fast. And because Rachel and I, I had bought a ring or started saving up for the ring when we've been dating for like four months. Mm-hmm. I bought it when we had been dating for like five. Mm-hmm. I worked three jobs and like saved up all the money in like a month or something crazy like that. And uh, we had consumer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We ended up getting engaged like after her parents told me no. And then I waited like a month. There's a regret. Yeah. Don't I, tell me you only have one. I was thinking of this one. Oh, right? were you? Yes. We'll come back For to that you. in a minute. Anyway, 
But people thought I was absolutely nuts getting engaged when we had only been dating for six months. I was 21. Oh, see, I love that. I was 21 at the time. She I was. I think I gave, I had to give you more advice than just slow down. Oh, no. Once I explained to you, like, no, I'm afraid of overanalyzing. This is it. And I'm going to talk myself out of it. And then, like, this wonderful girl, I'm going to lose her because I, like, talk myself, oh, it's too fast, blah, 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 when really this is it, which is totally what ended up happening. Like, that was it. And so I'm so glad that even though everyone thought I was nuts for proposing to a girl who I had been dating for six months when I was 20 year, 21 years old, I'm so glad that I did it anyway. Because I'm glad you did too. Like I said, I'm not the spontaneous type. I'm totally the analytical, slow-moving type. Mm-hmm. And um, No, I'm all about short engagements, man. Yeah. I get that, it wasn't even get short that engagement. Done. It was short dating. I mean, get it done. Yeah. Get her done. Quit screwing around. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that it scared the crap out of me, but I, I thought. That's great because it goes, it goes with mine too, is I am glad that I married young. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So I, I 100%. look back and so we, I knew Andy two weeks. That's a story for another podcast. Yeah. Let's one up me instantly. No, what? I'm just kidding, dude. Oh, Go ahead. We everybody already knows I don't, about. I've never told this story on here. I don't think. Maybe you just hinted at it, and I fill in the gaps in my own mind because I know the story. So go ahead. Okay, so I knew her two weeks. I told her this is sum up. Hey, I'm looking for a wife. She said yes. Got her a ring like probably three or four months later after that. Because uh, you didn't have one in your back pocket that moment. No, I was trying to run her off. <laughs> yeah, it's me and Jesus. I didn't want a girl. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> they ruined all your plans. Uh, so, anyways, they didn't. That was a joke, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so we got married. I don't. We hadn't even known each other a year, and we got married. And I'm all for quick engagements, man. If you, you're never gonna know. Yeah, this is the one because there isn't. This is the one. Just if you find a girl who likes you, dudes, <laughs> you're set. Get married and do it quick. Don't linger. Don't drag that out. I'm glad we got married young. I'm glad we had our kids young. Yep. I'm still young. I'm going to be young when they're all out of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm going to be able to enjoy. I'm going to be able to enjoy it. So I'm going to be 43 when Zoe graduates from high school. It's crazy. That's when I was. So that's how old I was when Faith graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So I already had one out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. How about do you, you got something there? Well, I'm just trying to think about church things. Well, Hey, the last one is what are some decisions you wish you made? Well, I was going to go back one more. Glad I made. Oh, real okay. Quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole, like being an elder thing scared the crap out of me to be perfectly honest with you, because on the one hand, like I totally felt qualified, but I knew all the reasons why, like, I mean, you know, like you, you know what's in your head. You know what's in your heart. And if people really knew you the way that you know yourself, then you're like, nobody's going to like want me to right. like be in ministry at all. Right. You know, let alone the fact that I was, gosh, we figured this out not too long ago. What was I like? Like 26? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Which so many people, including the other people who became elder, who became an elder, said you were too young to be an elder. Yeah. Yeah. Screw and so them. there were, <laughs> thanks. There were plenty of reasons for me to be hesitant, apprehensive, or whatever, but I just remember feeling, and I think this came up, I know it came up when people were asking me questions right before um, y'all voted, but um, I, I'm, 
I'm compelled from without to do this. No matter how many times I want to take steps back from church leadership, um, ministry, what have you, like I, I'm instantly, it feels like thrust right back into it. Like I cannot stay away from it. Yeah. It's so obvious that this is like where the Lord would have me, even though I feel, I feel inadequate. It's not like I have like all things that, you know, disqualify me or anything like that. But I mean, I feel completely inadequate, especially at, like at the time, at, like a like 26 year old. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm totally glad that I just bit my lip and was went through a really scary time just yeah. <laughs> saying yes. Boy, and that, that got scary quick. That whole <laughs> thing kind of jumped the tracks. Yeah. Talk about drop a train on them. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I do have another one that I'm glad about, too. Is mm. It's the same thing. It's ministry. Is I'm glad that I have followed that calling that I believe the Lord has placed upon my heart and my life and have pursued it with vim and vigor because (laughs) (laughs) I just have not held back. I've just jumped in with both feet and I've only gotten, I was only full time for a short period of time at that aforementioned church that I regret. The church that should not be named. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Right. Not again. (laughs) Um, but other than that, I've never been full time. I've always had to work a second job, sometimes three jobs. Um, and Andy stays home. She doesn't work, which I'm grateful for. I told her when we first got married, uh, you don't have to work if you don't want to, if you do cool, if not, I'm going to do everything I can to provide for the family. And I've been able to fulfill that promise and keep it. And I've been very grateful to the Lord for, his enabling me to keep that promise. Lots of times I'm squeezing dimes. I was going to say, I know it hasn't been easy for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's always check to check. I mean, even though when we try to save, you know, things come up and, mm-hmm. and, um, and it's been hard, but it's been worth it. I wouldn't, I would not trade this life. I, I love ministry. I love pastoring. It's what I'm called to do. I love preaching the word. I love sovereign joy, Christian fellowship so much. I don't know why everybody doesn't, because it's, I mean, I think it's like, dude, we're doing good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a good church. We're doing great things. And it might not, from the outward looking in, seem like great church with great things. But if you actually took the time to get in and get involved and get to know everybody, man, I'm just as blessed as anybody with with what the Lord's done here. So I don't, I'm glad that I'm in ministry, even though I have to work other jobs and it, it, it makes things difficult, but you know what? It's, it's a good difficult. Yeah. So decisions that you wish you had made, this kind of feels like it feels like the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. But, but just I'll just, humor it. Yeah. So I, I got a silly one. I'm, I know. Exactly. I know. I'm mine's practically silly. It's, I mean, it's pretty real, but it's not, of, no, mine's real too. It's not of great consequence. I wish I do. And I don't, but like, I wish I had found a way to stick with music better. Um, How's that silly? I was, I, well, it's not like. No, mine is genuinely silly. I, so, oh, okay. You want to get, oh, so. No, no, I'll, no, I no, 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 I just. I want to hear yours. Well, I'll tell you this and then I'll, I'll get even less consequential. So I started my freshman year as a commercial music major and it was very quickly apparent to me that I wasn't going to go into rock and roll they for have a living. They had that in Azusa? Mm-hmm. Wow. Dude, their music program is amazing. Amazing. 
when President Obama got inaugurated, um, their arrangement of America the Beautiful, they used the arrangement that was written by an APU grad. Wow. When you watch The Voice or American Idol, I remember I'm friends with one of my old professors on Facebook, and he would point out all of the APU grads in, like, the backup band and stuff like that. Oh, really? The guy who used to... When I first went there for, like, a... Um, like a uh, like a visitor's weekend or something like that when I was a senior in high school. The guy who was doing chapels, he graduated. Um, he was a senior in college my senior year in high school. So I got to see him at um, the visitor's weekend, but he was gone by the time I was a freshman at college. Anyway, he was the drummer for Gwen Stefani on one of her tours. Oh. Yeah. So APU music. Wait, didn't he like our stuff? Oh, no, that was a drummer from a different... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood's drummer. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so APU School Music is absolutely incredible. But anyway, um, I wish I had found a way to stuck with that or stick with that, even though my life would be so different now. I don't know. You you think a little bit like I wish I just plowed through and did four years. Sometimes I just wish that I had given music more of a shake. It started feeling like work and it just didn't feel fun. And and I knew I was feeling the call into ministry. Mm And that's why I bailed. That's, and un- that's odd to me because, not in a bad way, I just maybe riff on it a little bit, but, uh-huh. I, but I feel like preaching for me is work a lot of times. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I was an 18-year-old who made a decision like, this is hard. This f- doesn't feel fun, so oh, I don't want to do it anymore. I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, if I yeah, just put my head gotcha. down and like worked at it a little yeah, bit, it right. probably would have kept being fun Gotcha. once I, you know. Right, because now it's fun, even though it's work. I mean, there was some times where I preached a few real yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like I didn't know how to practice or anything like that. I had to practice a ton, but it's yeah. like you will practice this for this many hours on these days and blah, blah, blah. I knew I didn't want to do it for a living anymore. You can't chain me down, man. You can't tell me what to do. Which is pretty rock and roll if you think about yeah, it. Yeah. But no, I wanted to get... I, I wish that I had continued to progress in my music at the rate that I was when I quit going to APU. There we go. Um but I will tell you something even less consequential than that. I was just telling kids at work about this the other day. So the Ataris. Have you ever heard of the band, yeah. the Ataris? Oh, yeah. So I was at Warp Tour in 2004, and uh, they were playing an early set because they had to play at the MLB All-Star game later that day. Otherwise, they would have been like late in the day, like headliner. Right. And so there was this one point in the set. It was the very, I think it was the last song. And they were like, hey, somebody want to come up here on stage and play a song with us? And you were like... And I was like, oh my gosh, what if I don't know the song? It's going to be so embarrassing. What if I screw it up in front of everyone? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And the singer, the front man, looked me dead in the eye and like kind of shrugged like, dude, you coming up or not? And I just didn't do anything. If I had like raised my hand, made any kind of... I would have been there. And then they call this chump on stage... And then they played the song that I absolutely know backwards and front could have played it in my sleep. San Dimas High School football rules. That that was my moment, and I and I was too Wild too much of a coward to say yes. So there you go. I wish the I had made that decision. I'm going a different direction because that was Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. It was. So my where I'm thinking about going is I wish I had been an astronaut. For two reasons. Space Force! Exactly. I freaking love Space Force. <laughs> I wish I was... Ah, Space Force. And, dude, I just love space. I, that would have been awesome. I wish I'd pursued being an astronaut. Nice. I wouldn't be here where I'm at, but I'd have been to space. Yep. 
And that'd be so pretty awesome. Stick it, kids. No, I, no. Stay in school, kids. Yes. Become an astronaut. Yes. Because it has a the word astronaut. <laughs> wow. You could work for Donald Trump someday. He's probably going to be gone by the time the kids in no, school. He's going to find a way to lift the term limits. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna lynch him. Nice. <laughs> he's going to be dead. What? <laughs> well, this podcast isn't going to get aired. Not by me. Uh, I love the guy. The, I mean, uh, I don't love the guy. I mean, I have problems, but I don't. But do I? I don't did, know. Did I mention that today's episode of Belonging for Believing has been brought to you by the NSA? <laughs> And uh, we yeah. love the guy. Yeah, we love him. So I think the question of the day should be the same question to the listener. What do you think? Oh no, I got a good one. All right, ask a good one then. All right, all right, let's do that one. I'll do the good one. On you the sound next so episode. disappointed right now. I'm scared because I because I said the thing about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listener, what are your regrets, and what are your decisions that you are glad you made? And if you're listening out there, Donald Trump. We believe you belong. We really do. 